Chapter 60 Flashback Tainted Love A Few Months Earlier She lay there, catching her breath as a faint sheen of sweat glistened on her skin. It was amazing. Maybe the best ever, she thought. He had made her feel things during sex that no man, guy, dude, asshole, or lover had even come close to making her feel. But the feeling didn't last long. All she could think, as he reached over and put his arm around her and kissed her on the neck, was how heartbreaking it all was, even after all this time. He was still a mystery to her. Even when they were lying together like sweaty cutlery, he felt an ocean away. Sarah had put up an invisible relationship wall at an early age. You had to in the television business, and if you didn't, you had one built for you to rival the Great Wall of China from all the despair and anguish you had suffered. She still described herself as a hopeless romantic, and she didn't shun the chance to be happy like some of her friends, but there was always the persistent drum of doubt relentlessly beating in the back of her mind. When the invite to a friend's birthday party had arrived and she had seen it was at a nightclub, she hadn't balked, even though she loathed nightclubs. Sarah had just put on her micro-mini and dusted off her Louboutins. She was a great friend, after all. Jake had been at the VIP table next to theirs. She had noticed him almost instantly. He had a rough look to him, but there was something sexy about it. Her friend's boyfriend and all his douchey buddies had piled into the table, all of them seeing how low they could slip their hand down her back as they talked to her. Sarah had kept it civil. She didn't want to ruin her friend's night or take any attention away from her, but she didn't fail to notice by stark contrast that Jake's table had just three guys sitting calmly, sharing a bottle of vodka. It seemed like just another day at the office for them. They had even fended off a few bottle rats coming along to try to sit with them. The attention they had gotten from bottle rats had become so regular that Jake had stood up and called a large security guard over, pulling a hundred dollar bill from his billfold and handing it to him, and from that moment no girls got past the security guard, and the guys went back to talking and laughing amongst themselves. The two guys who sat with Jake had looked like gangsters, both wearing tailored suits and thick shiny jewelry. Jake was dressed in a plain black shirt and black jeans. His sneakers had definitely seen better days, but he wore it all well, and she could tell it wasn't just a budget brand shirt. The fit was perfect, and the jeans had subtle designs to them. What had caught her eye the most, other than his sexy face, was the razor blade dangling from a chain around his neck. It was badass. She had never seen anything like it. She knew this guy was something else. He had caught her looking at him more than once, but she knew he wouldn't come over, and after what she had seen of the bottle rats, she definitely wasn't going over to him. Sarah had known the likelihood of getting slipped to Mickey from the douches at the table was high, and even though the line for the bar was long and the amount of guys hitting on her would be insane, she ventured out into the wilderness. It really was like the wilderness. It was like the guys were tag-teaming each other. As soon as she shot one down, another appeared in his place to have a crack at the title. You're quite popular, aren't you? Came a voice over Sarah's shoulder. Normally she would flinch away and drop some bitch face on the creep, but she knew who it was, so she turned slowly and gave him a small smile. It's not easy walking around with a pussy, Sarah said with an eye roll. Especially in here. He just stood there, gobsmacked, until he burst out laughing, which then turned into the most devious smile she had ever seen. I'm going to have to use that one day, he said with a chuckle. Be my guest, Sarah said, doubling down. 
but don't be shocked if you get a lower back rub for your trouble. Of course, he said without skipping a beat. Wouldn't have it any other way. I'm Sarah, she said with a flirty smile as she extended her hand. Jake, he said with a nod. It felt like Sarah's hand was growing moss. It had been out there so long. She could feel her face going red. I'm not fucking shaking that, Jake said with a touch of seriousness. The minute I shake that hand is the minute your, I'm guessing now beautiful pussy, shrivels up and you paint friend zone on my forehead in the color of nail polish that you like the least. Sarah had managed to get this far straight-faced, but he had definitely got her. She laughed, and in the same motion she reached up and put her arms over his shoulders and hugged him. It's okay. That area above my ass and below my shoulder blades is yours. Have at it. Sarah whispered into Jake's ear. Wait, I don't get ass privilege? Jake whispered back. I thought we had something real. Uh-huh, no, Sarah whispered playfully. I'm the one who has ass privilege. I'm a modern woman and I have modern needs. Sarah squeezed Jake's ass with both hands, but not in a sexy way. She squeezed his ass like an old man would, feeling the weight and the size, and they both laughed. I feel so fucking dirty now, Jake cooed, but I like it. They dated for six months. He was elusive, he was secretive, but he was amazing. His honesty was brutal, and there were no games. But as suddenly as he had come into her life, and just when she thought she had found her forever, he broke up with her, and within the space of twenty-four hours was out of her life completely. It had been devastating for Sarah. The love of her life had come to her and said it was in her best interest to forget about him, to move on, find someone safe who wasn't preoccupied with himself. There was no argument. He didn't give her the chance. He just assured her there was no one else, got his stuff from her house, and disappeared. David had come into her life soon after, but the void was still there. Sarah didn't pine for Jake, though she had been upset. She had thought this was it, but it was only another set of battlements on her great wall, always under construction. The relationship with David had been turbulent, he was in the process of a divorce, or so he said, but it was still more conventional than with Jake. David and Sarah were quick to move things along and do the cliché couple things, and it had its fair share of great moments, but where Jake was secretive and elusive, David was sneaky and deceitful. On one of David and her extended breaks, and there were many, she had gotten a text message from Jake. He hadn't just fallen off the face of the earth. He still touched base to make sure she was doing all right, but part of her wished he wouldn't. She wished he would just let her live without him. In the message that had come at 10 p.m. on a Tuesday night, Jake had said he had something for her and wanted to make sure her address was still the same before he sent it. But there was only ever one thing she was going to reply to that, and that was, If you send me anything, Jake, I guarantee you that my pussy will definitely shrivel up and the return to sender will be written in the limiest of green nail polish. It could have been read two ways. She purposely left it ambiguous, but she knew Jake would see the message for what it was. I'll be there in thirty, was the text response that came back ten seconds later. Sarah didn't reply. She just jumped up and ran to the shower, and true to his text message, he had been at her house in thirty minutes. He let himself in, and her heart began to race as he bounded up the stairs. Sarah was wearing heels, thigh-high stockings with suspenders, a garter belt, a sleek corset and nothing else. It was his favorite. She knew that, and she wasn't trying to lure him back. 
This was just lust. She was going to enjoy it, too. And she had. After they had been lying there for what seemed like the whole night, Sarah got up and walked to the dresser and pulled out a pair of comfortable yet sexy panties from the drawer, and Jake rolled on his back with his hands behind his head. Sarah saw him do it in the mirror above the dresser, and she hated it. He could ask her to do anything when he did it. He didn't know it, and she would never tell him that truth, but the option was there if he ever cottoned onto it. They looked at each other via the mirror for a while. They both smiled. There were no games. That's what made them. Jake got to his feet and put his underwear on. Don't think those are staying on, mister, Sarah said, still looking at him in the mirror. You started it, Jake said playfully. He kissed her neck as he slipped behind her. His warm chest felt like the sun on her back, and she closed her eyes and leaned her head against his. That moment felt like forever, and Sarah wished she didn't have to go back to reality ever again. But when she eventually opened her eyes, there was a wooden box in front of her. I saw this in Santee Alley, and I knew you had to have it. Jake whispered into her ear before kissing her cheek. What is it? Sarah asked coyly. Open it, Jake said, handing the box to her. Sarah slowly and carefully opened the box. It was too big for a ring or anything like that, but a girl can always hope. The box opened and a beautiful porcelain ballerina emerged, spinning elegantly. It's beautiful, Jake, Sarah said with tears welling in her eyes. Wait for it, Jake said slyly. The melody from Tainted Love was undeniable, even in the broken-down music box form. Sarah snapped her fingers. Get away, Sarah and Jake chimed in together. They both laughed and he put his arms around her waist. Sarah didn't know that it would be the last time she saw him and that David would worm his way back into her life again, but that was the future. Sarah was just living in the moment as they watched the ballerina spin.